again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. We are working our way through the entire Bible this year in the year 2022. And today we're going to be reading in Exodus chapters 30, 31, and 32. Now in this particular section of reading today, we find one of the more famous events of the book of Exodus, and that is the incident with the golden calf. And so I just want to read just a little bit from the opening uh, verses of chapter 32, where we kind of see this, uh, this incident sort of playing itself out. And starting in verse 1, when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Up, make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. So Aaron said to them, Take off the rings of gold that are in your ears, uh, in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the, people, uh, all the people took off their rings of gold that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made a golden calf. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When, uh, when Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow we shall feast to the Lord. And they rose up early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. So the people are frustrated because Moses is meeting with God on the mountain and they're not uh, happy with God's timing or with Moses' timing. They're frustrated that he's taking too long. And, and so they say, what happened to Moses? What are we doing out here? Why did God bring us out here? And they tell Aaron to go and make them an idol. Which is such an interesting thing because they had seen the deliverance of God. They had seen the judgment God had brought to bear against the idols of Egypt. And they determined that we because God is not fulfilling our timeline, we should have some idols too. Not recognizing that that too would bring the judgment of God. And so they give Aaron all this gold and Aaron makes for them a golden calf and said, here, this God that I constructed with my hands is the God that brought you out of the land of Egypt. Such a strange thing. But if we look at this and read and we see, oh, what, what foolish Israelites who uh, fashioned for themselves gods, even though they had seen the Almighty God work on their behalf, we are no better than the Israelites were. We're a little more sophisticated now in the 21st century. We don't make gods with our hands, although some do. Instead, we make gods with our minds, and we say, uh, oh, you know, well, the God I worship wouldn't do that. Oh, well, I'm not content with God's timing, so I'm going to go ahead and, and sort of make up this sort of God in my mind that sort of satisfies my, my inner longings. And so, in the same way that Israel brought God's judgment upon themselves by fashioning idols, we do the same thing in our world today. But in particular, I wanted to highlight for us a section that brings out the gospel, that actually hints at the gospel, the person and the work of Jesus Christ. And so we read that uh, starting in verse 10, uh, the Lord, or in verse 9, excuse me, And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone that my wrath may burn hot against them and I may consume them in order that I may make a great nation of you. So God sees these events play out and he, he begins to have, his wrath begins to burn hot. He says, Moses, leave me alone so that I may consume the people of Israel in my wrath. But starting in verse 11, but Moses implored the Lord his God and said, O Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say with evil intent did he bring them out to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? 
turn from your burning anger and relent from this disaster against your people. Remember Isaac, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven. And all this land that I have promised I will give to your offspring and they shall inherit it forever. And then in verse 14, and the Lord relented from the disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people. So we see that Israel sins against God and that sin deserves judgment. God is righteously angry with the people of Israel because of their sin. And he tells Moses, leave me alone so that I may consume them in my wrath. And what Moses does is he turns away the wrath of God. We saw in verse 14 that the Lord relented from this disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people. Now, when we read this, we should recognize that the the scriptures are using uh, anthropomorphic language. It's using uh, language from the perspective of of mankind. We know that God did not actually change his mind. It sounds like that. He relented from this disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people. It sounds like God changed his mind, but we know from the testimony of the scriptures that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so he doesn't change, and he certainly doesn't have a change of mind. But from the perspective of Moses, the author, And the perspective of us, the readers, we have this sort of perception of God changing his mind. And the question we need to ask is, why is God revealing himself in this way? Why why are we seeing a perceived change in God's mind? Well, it's because the focus of the scripture is not the changed mind of God, but it's on the revelation of himself and the hints, especially in the Old Testament, but it's of the revelation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You see, God did not change his mind, but God was giving us a foreshadowing of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because we know that in the person and work of Jesus Christ, Jesus turned away the wrath of God. Not by changing his mind, but by taking upon himself the wrath of God. Taking upon himself the punishment that we deserved because of our sin. And so, in this sort of story where we see Moses sort of intercede on behalf of the people of God and turn away the wrath of God. We need to recognize that it's not a change in God's mind, but it is a foreshadowing of the propitiation that Christ would accomplish, the turning away of God's wrath that Christ would accomplish, not by changing God's mind, but by bringing that wrath upon himself, by suffering on the cross and paying the penalty for our sins.